mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. Yes. Wow, you joined in. Yes. Leah's oh, yeah. back I'm in here. the studio. And listen, family, before we officially dive into our Love is Blind yeah. recapping, I have one simple question. Okay. And that is, JP, are my eyelashes too gaudy for you? Zoom up, zoom up <laughs> on those, Lee. Are these lashes too gaudy for you, JP? Are my gorgeous, long... Sorry if you're not watching the YouTube. These golden, gorgeous eyelashes too gaudy oh, for you, JP? Yeah, dude. Are they, dude? Are they, dude? Is it, should, what you if I, eyelash shamer? What if, I, what if I put on a nice set of red, white, and blue lashes? Would that help the you process? You know what? It would for him. Could I just have like... Three feet long false lashes. If they US were, of A. yeah, could I have that if it's just America across them? Would that would that help it go over better? Well, you know what I like. How a- dare you, JP? Okay, speak, speak your truth. How dare you? Anyone who has known me and been part of this podcast family for the past few years knows that I love one thing, and that is my false eyelashes. And you have the audacity, <laughs> JP, in your red, white, and blue to come out and not just makeup shame, but eyelash shame. I'm going to wear these. I'm wearing these now 24 <laughs> seven. Like I, can, I can barely keep my eyes open with these things. True. But I will be wearing them for the next month as a oh. strike against JP. Wow. Well, I I'm support so you hundred percent. And also the one thing I will say that I I'm really, <laughs> no, they're absolutely insane. And they're, I can see the weight because your eyes are half open. Yeah. My eyes are watering. So, and I am an eyelash wearing expert yeah. and I, my, my eyes are watering are you right take now. Them off? No. Oh, you're going to keep rocking? I'm wearing them. Prepare yourself, okay. sir. Understand. You're going to wake up in the morning and these are going to be fluttering at you. And I'll say, you're welcome. I feel like I can hear you're them. You're welcome. <laughs> you probably can. They're causing wind. <laughs> They're causing wind. <laughs> um, the one thing I will say that mm-hmm. is very uh, tasteful on your part. Yeah. They're golden. Thank you so, so they much. match what we've been doing, the Golden well, Bachelor. You know they're, why? They're kind of vi- you know, they match the background. I will say. Thank you. You know why? Well. You know why? Because mm. you know who would never make up or eyelash shame? GGT. Our King GGT. Yeah. He would be like, those are absolutely stunning. Those I are get really lo- great. He'd be, I like, <laughs> he'd be like, I, not only do I get lost in your eyes, I get lost in those lashes, baby. You have something caught in them. Like, I hope you <laughs> grab something out of those. I am so mad man i am so mad i could not believe love is blind episode five through seven last week when we saw the preview of jp and taylor made the guess that he was going to give her a hard time about her makeup because you know what just got the energy from the guy yeah wouldn't surprise me with the guy you know got the energy are we getting into it I, you know what, family, let's just get on it. Let's, okay. let's, we're, we got a lot to cover. We got episodes five, six, and seven of Love is Blind. There was a lot of drama. We're getting direct into it because I'm heated. I say covering these three episodes, let's go couple by couple. Okay, perfect. And I perfect. know it might be then we're jumping all over the place, but couple by couple, couple, by couple. we're starting with JP and Taylor. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's through her sunglasses, you guys. She is raging. Um, the one thing, I, the one thing I want to stick. Breaking yeah, the set, yeah. just tearing down. The you felt so attacked. Oh, um, I was so mad. The one thing I want to say about JP, which is really interesting to me, oh, please tell us. Was before we get into all the drama. So the American flag thing. Mm-hmm. What was interesting is like if anyone else would have done it, it would have felt like a shtick. Like, oh, he wore it a couple times. Maybe the guys made fun of him for it or something. And then yeah, he like, kind all of you was have like, is red, white and blue. And then you're like, now it's kind of my thing. And everyone thinks it's funny when I only ever wear flag print. And so now you're doing it as like, uh, you know, like yeah. if it was if it was Braden. From Bachelor yes. in Paradise, you'd be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, Braden's earrings just can get, keep getting bigger and bigger because he's leaning into the like the uh, the earring situation. But with him, I mean, he clearly has all this stuff because oh, it's not it's not it. it's not even cool versions of it. So it's like, oh, if you would have told the um, if you would have told the stylists on the show, "Hey, I want a bunch of American flag stuff," they would probably pick. Something that has like a cool American flag design or something that's subtle or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, first of all, I don't think that they have stylists. Oh, clearly. Okay. Okay, but well, if they did even have that, you're right. It would have been like uh, they would have done some sort of All Saints type like stitched. Exactly. Or like a golf shirt that has a little flag on the end. Something. Yes. But this man is rocking like, can <laughs> I get a shirt made of an American flag type stuff? And like he's wearing... <laughs> you know, jerseys, USA jerseys in bed. Like in bed. That's he's all he wearing wears. trunks that are that are American flag. Also something that didn't I'm just make like, sense to me. What's happening right now? Like you <laughs> what have you packed? Well, he also ramped it up. So like in the pods, he was wearing mostly normal clothes. And then there was like a there was like an appearance of a flag at one point that he was wiping his tears with. <laughs> like there was some flag work, but he he went from like moderate flag use. To once he met her, extreme flag use, where it was like flag top to bottom with flag shoes, wielding a flag at dinner. It's almost like the more nervous he gets, the more flag attire he puts on. The it's less like comfort he, flag. <laughs> absolutely. The less he talks, the more he flags. <laughs> you know what I mean? The speaking goes it's down. A, it's, it's, it's a <laughs> relative relationship. The more he talks, less flag. He was in the pods, more talk, less flag. The one he, Once he got out, less talk, more flag. <laughs> he's like jp the less i talk the more i flag i mean that's like his that's his national you know anthem. what else is making me like feel really sad is that jp we always call jesse palmer jp that's so always true. for a second i'm like wait jesse palmer for a second when you just said that, i was like wait jesse palmer what are you saying about no poor we jesse are in, palmer I'm we like, are no. in love is blind JP. right now yes okay so let's get into this i mean he is a date's worst nightmare. I mean, he is literally like, it's much, I would much prefer someone saying a bunch of horrible shit. I don't like at a date. than just staring at me and not saying anything to me for hours. Like I could at least handle a disagreement. Lee, let me break this down for you. You know, when last week Evan was talking about how, if he'd be at like a party and it would be a nightmare because if all of a sudden everybody left and then you'd be stuck with JP and you'd be like, so how was the weather? And JP would be like, good. How's your how's your job been going? Have you been having some some good deals? Mm-hmm. And that was the joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. I'm just talking to her like a brick wall. It's like not an a joke. American flag brick wall. Yeah, oh. a thousand percent. This week, this these three episodes or two episodes that he was in, he didn't say anything. 
<laughs> so they're in person. They sit, they get into the hotel room and there is a man playing a violin as they enter, like in their hotel room. And you'd think that's a conversation starter, like never walked into a room before and seen a man <laughs> playing a violin with flower petals everywhere. And he's just like, wow. And she's violin. You know, wow, this is crazy. Like, wasn't our, our 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 intro together was a little awkward. Did you feel awkward? I felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could barely watch it because I was in a full panic. <laughs> and then when he would talk, like my favorite line of the episode was when she goes, they're walking in the water and she goes, "Ooh, the water's a little chilly. And he goes, yeah, it's kind of like cold, but not too cold. It was one of the most and things that he like, said. She would say something and like be waiting for his reply. She'd yeah. give him a paragraph that included questions and then at the end, she'd pause and he wouldn't say anything in response to her. And then she'd be like, you know, and his response back would be, you know, and he yeah. would just repeat what she said <laughs> after all the questions. Yeah. This poor girl. Oh, was my having God. I to, felt so bad for her. She had to be in a monologue 24 seven. Taylor did not know that she was signing up for a one woman theater act because <laughs> the entire two episodes, she literally was like on stage. I have to be ripping through a monologue after monologue. I thought I was going to have a partner. I thought I was going to have other actors on stage. Nobody. It's all you, baby. And you better try to come up with things that are interesting. Like she starts all the conversations off with questions, trying to dig deeper. Your thoughts on marriage. How do you feel after everything went down with us in the pods? Da, 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 da. And then eventually it starts kind of just becoming conversation like, wow, the temperature of this coffee. I thought it was going to be hotter. And then I took a sip. And it wasn't so hot. And she's just trying to fill space because he won't say And then instead anything. of him going, yeah, it is pretty hot. He goes, yeah. And it's like. No, my, he doesn't even say yeah. He goes, mm-hmm. He goes, mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. Did you notice he just drinks constantly? Whatever he's, he drinks it constantly. So if it's like whatever drink he has, he's drinking as like a way not to talk. And what the, I would give for the footage inside the pods. Because what we saw in the pods was a man who we were saying was quite quiet. Quite quiet, yeah. She described him as outgoing. Now, I don't know if that's in comparison then to the person that she was sitting in the hotel room with. She also said a, like a big personality. When she was talking to Stacy. she was like, yeah, you know, he's really outgoing and he has like a big personality. <laughs> and we're going like, uh... I'm like, wait, but I would... What I would give, release the tapes, Love is Blind, to see the full footage of JP in the pods to see if... Did they edit it down to make him look quiet in the pods too? Like... What if actually in the pods, he was just ripping conversation the whole time and just like, and she's yeah, like, yeah. JP, will you shut up, you big talker? <laughs> and we even gave him the benefit of the doubt. We said, maybe, you know, so maybe he's not good because he can't see her, but it got worse, which is like he already was the lowest you can talk. And then it got worse as they got out. And I loved his line when he said, well, you can just talk because she goes, well, we don't talk. And he's like, well, you can just talk. And then when she said, well, why don't you talk to me? He goes, I don't like being forced to talk. And I'm wondering... How did you get on this show? That's a shocker to me. I don't how understand was how this he got man on the show. cast. Like, I'll be real with you. I have, you know, attempted, as I've said before, to get on reality TV before. I'm not too proud to admit that I've auditioned many times and haven't gotten in. And I find myself to be pretty charming. Right. I can talk. You know, we're doing Zooms. I'm, I'm sitting with like potential producers and I feel like I'm ripping and going off. That man got in a Zoom meeting or some sort of meeting and was going through all these interviews yeah. and somehow got in. Yeah. It has to have been a purposeful plant. 
like they had to have, they had gotten to have him. known this guy's brutal and it'll be interesting to see if this if something can be someone can be tricked into loving him like, <laughs> it's very experimental it was like it was an like, avant-garde move <laughs> you know like we're gonna try very artistic new with this what I thought was really interesting, though, <laughs> is I did I did go, you know what? Maybe there's something to be learned here because check this out. He's brutal, right? Doesn't say a word. Even when he, you know, we, we talked about his kissing is bizarre because oh, he pecks. Hold, hold on. Can, can OK, no, say what you're going to say that I'd like to speak okay. about the kissing. So so but everything I'll just, we'll, we'll talk about that. But I'm just saying everything is weird about him. Everything is uncomfortable <laughs> through the camera. It's like your whole body is just like on fire squirming. Right. But I will say. <laughs> When he started to get angry during their fight in the bed, she even said, this is the first time you've actually talked to me. True. Then after the whole fight, kind of like buttered up to him, was like, well, thank you for talking to me this whole thing. Oh, it's just so gracious So, any of you single people out there, maybe try this on a date. Make it really awkward for the first like 15, 20, 30 minutes. Don't say a word. So that it feels like a desert Don't do this. and then start talking so that it's like you're giving them water in the desert. So then you've given them a false sense of how <laughs> awkward this is. And then you start talking and they're like, oh, relieved. And then it's like every little thing you do now is like massively appreciated. If you come out of the gates with a great personality, you got to maintain that. So maybe come at it super boring. <laughs> and then right as they're about to quit, you see them about to be like, maybe I'll call my friend to get me out of this date. You go, you know, what's crazy. And then you bring it to them and they go, oh, my God, what a diamond in the rough. Might work. This is a demonic game. <laughs> An absolutely demonic because, game. Because think about it like him. He was so brutal. But if on like day three, he would have really started to open up and engage. He probably, she probably would have been like, oh my gosh. Thank what, God. What yeah. an amazing. Well, the problem you know was I mean? when he, he stripped her of all her joy. So then if you just leak a little joy, she's like, oh, my God, now, I'm actually talking to someone for the yeah, first person. Let's play in three this days. manipulative demonic game. The problem is the problem is that he finally when he finally started talking, it's because he was angry and rude. Of course. Yeah, it was insane. It was unbelievable. But she was so starved for conversation that she was almost grateful for like the, the just even a fight. She was just like, oh, like someone's talking someone's to me, speaking like, to me, even though they're saying the most offensive things exactly. ever. Exactly. Okay, let's talk about the kissing. Okay, I, okay. Speak on that. So, you guys, I couldn't, I couldn't look away, but I also simultaneously couldn't watch. I was watching through just like the, the cracks in my fingers because when we saw them at first unite in the pods and they had their reveal and he was doing what I'm now deciding to call the chicken kiss because he does this. Gush, gush. And, and at one pecks. point she said, ow. They, they show us a moment yeah. during the reveal where she physically says, ow, <laughs> when he kisses her. And I swear to God, this poor woman, after spending two, three days with him, has to be concussed because he goes so hard She's into the She's got bruises peck. all over her lips, probably. It's wild. So I was thinking, okay, maybe this is like the awkward reveal and he doesn't quite know how to... No. Then we get into the the Mexico kind of honeymoon moments he continues to simply do the chicken peck. She's clearly trying to like hold on for a second to see if we can judge this into a little bit, not even a make out. No. Just like a lip lock for more than a half of like just a millisecond. Something. And he won't do it. And because of that, at first I was like, is he not interested in her? Yeah. No. I, I can't figure it out. Because that's what I thought. I thought he's not into her. 
Because that, that is the kiss of someone who doesn't like someone. So at first, I remember telling you, I said, he's not into her. Like, he's not attracted to her. There's something wrong, whatever. We obviously find out that's not the case, which is insane. If he's like that with someone he does like, I gotta see tapes of who he's with with someone who he doesn't like. But the thing about it, though, is that it that just continued. And then even when we had confirmation that, like, at the beach, when they were having these talks about how he's like, I'm not going anywhere. I want to make this work. When she then... This woman hits a certain point where she's like, he's not speaking to me and he's pecking me away. Mm-hmm. You know, chicken we're, peck, yeah. we're, he's chicken pecking me away. The one kind of cozy conversation we had was when I'm leaning on to him and I tell him, oh, my God, you have such beautiful eyes. What did you notice about me at first during the reveal? And he's like, your gaudy eyelashes. <laughs> I mean, it is your gaudy eyelashes. And then he said, yeah, tried my best not to look at those. That's the most romantic. That's and he likes her. This is wild. That's the most romantic moment that they have. And she's then trying to have these moments where she's going, JP, you know, I felt insecure at first. I cried right after the reveal because I thought maybe he's not into me. And this man's response is, hmm. I'm like, yeah, like what, can you, dude? You apparently you you like her. It seems this way. You're trying to keep her, and you can't say, "Oh no, I think you're beautiful." So this question, or something like yeah, that, exactly. Just so just just a just, a, just a, a comment, a, a, a human a, a, comment, a human comment. Now the question is, is he not good with words, or is he just has no opinion about anything? I mean, I mean, he clearly has opinions because he's I'm rocking saying. an American there's flag a, all day. So there's a lot, there's a lot of statements. opinions going on. And I think that there's a lot that there that he's that's going on upstairs opinion wise, because when we get the makeup opinion, we get the gaudy eyelash comment. We have all these comments. He's the type of guy that really comes alive for cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw you it. You know what I mean? Like, you saw it with your own eyes when they were on the beach. He was playing a game, right? They had the, the cornhole they set up cornhole. and they're like, JP. And all of a sudden he's chucking the bags yeah. and he does like a body bump with Lydia. And it's the most excited I've ever seen him. Yes. Cornholing. So he's like <laughs> me and my boys playing cornhole. That's paradise. And my woman to the side. And making no me a makeup. sandwich inside. No like that's makeup. No makeup on. She better not have fucking makeup on. That means that she's a fake person with two faces. You know that makeup stuff? You got a whole new face on you with that fake person. His words. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into the bed conversation. Oh, okay, so so leading up to that though, right? We're there she is making it so clear every single day. She's like we're not getting through. She sees the other couples, they seem to be frolicking yeah. around making out. And she's like, we're not getting through in the pods. You talked to me. Let's pretend that there's a pod moment going on, please, for the love of God, something. And she's just pushing and trying every single day. He's not saying a word except for a random comment here and there that is rude and or a I'm not letting go of you. Don't give up on me. And you're like, what? But you're not speaking. So then they finally are in the bedroom and she says, I'm this isn't working. Like, it's not working. It's so awkward. And then all of a sudden, JP snaps into gear. And JP's like, well, it's only awkward because you've let it be awkward. And I say, my guy, are you (laughs) making this about her? Well, he goes, 
like you've decided it's awkward, <laughs> which was which was really interesting. So he's like, we met. It was awkward for you. Then you kind of wrote me off as awkward. And now I'm and now it's awkward. Now, he would have a point if day one, he was super awkward and day two, three and four, he was great. But she was still calling him awkward. Sure. That's when you'd have a point. If sure. you see him talking and laughing and conversing and, and long conversations opened up. And then she goes, but it's still awkward. He at least could have a point like, hey, I get it. Day one, I was nervous. But then I really but tried to open worse. up. It got worse. So it's like, how could that? So then he clearly just couldn't accept the fact that he couldn't change and that he is the most awkward person to ever live. And Instead of that, he blames it on her making a decision and like giving up on him. I'm like, last time I checked, this isn't like a charity case. Like this is you guys getting it's married. A re- it's a relationship. And she's asked many times, talk to me. She's also this. asked many times, do you want to marry me? Could you sleep next to me your whole life? And he goes, hmm. I'm like, don't know how I'm supposed to base my the exactly. rest of my life off of hmm. And then well, yeah, it's very interesting because it's like I kept thinking to myself, he wants out. But then he would fight for it. He would be like, no, I'm not going to give up on us. And I'm like, give up on us? Like, you haven't even showed up to day one. I'll say this, just as a just as a flat rate, I would have given up hour two. Hour? Like, for me... 30 minutes in. For me, <laughs> it's just way too... Like, we're, like, if I'm having to work on a relationship this one early? week in, I'm not in. Like, work comes once things get hard. Maybe a honeymoon phase is over. There's some yes. issue. There's some big drama that comes out. There's there's a lie. Two That's months the work. in. Two months in, I'm like, okay, <clears throat> you know, some work starts. we're starting to get some work. Dude, but week two? It's, there's no work. It's just all fun and I don't even easy. know if it's week two. I bet it's like day 10, and we've been out of the pods for like less than a day. That's what I'm saying. And I'm dripping in sweat trying to talk to you. And he's like, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to give up on this. So he's like, give up. I mean, I'm not even thinking about giving up in week two. I'm not even there. If I feel even a possibility of give up, I think she should have brought up the American flags. I bet she would have got him talking. (laughs) She should have said, you know what? I I don't like America. And he would have been like, he would have been like, he would have burned the hotel. What? And and he starts going podcast, podcast, alpha male, you know, whatever. Like he started just rolling off, you know, these things. My favorite though is he got a little like alpha male podcasty at the end. Cause then when he's like talking to her, he started quoting things that weren't actual quotes. Like he made up quotes. Oh, you mean during their breakup? During their breakup. He starts like making up these quotes and they were great. They were like, there were quotes that were like taken from some sort of quote, like some Rogan. some some like inspirational quote. But then he would kind of just forget most of the words that mattered. <laughs> so he'd be like, Taylor, today is the tomorrow of yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, when and, they were by the beach, and, that's what it oh, was. That's, yeah, and because of that, <laughs> all you can do is today. And it was like. That sounds like a piece of a quote, maybe. But you forgot the part about like something. And then he'd be like. You got to remember that the, <gasps> that you got to stay present during today because tomorrow <laughs> comes after today. And you're like, mm. and he's like, that's see what I'm saying? Like, that's enough, right? <laughs> you're going to stay now, right? Like, it was so weird. Uh, let's talk about the makeup thing. So. So he's then telling her that she's the one who's decided that it's awkward. And she's like, no, it has been awkward. And he's like, well, it's just because of after the first day you decide. She's like, no, day one, day two, day three. She's like, and guess what? Day four is going to be awkward, too. Like, mm-hmm. we're not getting anywhere. I've literally tried everything I could. And then he goes, well, here's the thing. 
I know that when you first came out of the reveal that you wanted to present a your best self. But if you would have presented yourself like this, and he points to how she currently is, no makeup in her pajamas, then, you know, that would have been better. And she's like, what? And he's like, well, he came out, caked up face. Caked up face, yeah. Caked up face, cover, false eyelashes. He's like, I was covered in your makeup, my suit jacket after. He's like, it was like a fake face. And she goes, you're telling me the reason that you can't talk to me? Is because on the first day, I was wearing makeup, and he's like, "You were a fake person." He's like, "From my conclusion, you know, who knows if the aliens have landed? So I have to survey top to bottom to know if you're a real human yeah, or if you are actually reptilian. potentially reptilian or AI. So yeah. I have to do a once over one two with all that makeup on your face. I cannot tell if I'm dealing with a human or not. And I can so understand it was that confusing. if that was your concern." <laughs> Like, if your concern was she was a reptilian, like, AI. Illuminati warlord, I'd be like, yeah, I, I I legitimately support you, JP. It is scary to <laughs> to know if she might be a reptilian warlord. But outside of that, I want to know how many women you know that don't wear makeup. And, like, are you, are you, are you like, in a commune? <laughs> like, some sort of cult that doesn't wear makeup? And then you walk, this is your first experience outside of the cult? And they've been telling you about this makeup? The makeup then, is like this is the part of the devil. Yeah, and you put tellin- makeup on, and then you become a fake person. Yeah, so they, he's been they've been telling him about makeup, and uh-huh. he's he's never heard of it, and then he's like, I don't like that. Just like my mom said in the cult. So my thing is like, it's so strange because it's one thing to be like, hey, day two, you're in the you know you're outside, and you go, hey, um, you guys are getting ready in the morning, and you go, you look so pretty right now. I don't think you need as much makeup to be honest with you. Like, which what- to me is already a wild thing to say. To someone that like you barely know, you barely know. But I'm to saying, be like, if you feel strongly about it, let's say he goes, whatever. Oh yeah, my I god, guess. you feel like day five, day six. If you kind of mention while you're getting ready, like, oh my god, before they put makeup on, oh, you look so good like that, actually. Yeah, and then it's even a quick convo, just a compliment. But to be like, that is the reason why I don't have the ability to have a conversation with you. And it, more than anything, too, it's because it's like I know in my heart that the women that JP's got the mags of. The women that JP follows on Instagram, you know, he talks to all his buddies and he's like, look at him. So natural. They're always yeah. so natural. And you're like, you do know that they're photoshopped with airbrushed makeup top of to course, bottom. Correct. Like enough is enough, JP. But yes. you're like, makeup is so scary. You're a fake person. Yeah. And then he says, he's like, yeah, the second I saw that, all I thought is, is this going to be every day? His words. Am I going to have to deal with this? I'm like, JP. Did Taylor ask you to become her makeup artist? <laughs> Is that what's going on? Deal with what? Like the way am, I, said, am I going to have to apply this all day? He's like, like, he's like, am I going to have to deal with this? He's like, oh man, I know I'm a makeup artist, but I don't want to be in a relationship where I'm on the clock all the time, where my girls want me to do her glam 24-7. Like, I know I can do a, an amazing contour, but I don't want to have to be working all day. I'm like, JP, deal with what? dude he was an asshole like a straight-up asshole it was I really mean, it weird was to see someone unbelievable not talk all four days and then the first thing he says is caked up face it was all over me like really rude too he wasn't even like hey to be honest with you it was so like rude. this is what i prefer or i think you look so beautiful i don't think you need it, 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 it was, was so, so rude it was so rude the way he addressed this issue which was already insane it's an issue but it's it's, it's so rude the way he said it but then also there was this level of like what does this have to do with the awkwardness like, that's a separate issue entirely, well, you know? So of it was like, course. it was so strange. It was almost like he said, mommy, I hate you because you made a bad quesadilla. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It was the equivalent of like, you're a bad parent because one time you made a bad quesadilla. That is like the equivalent of him <laughs> yeah. saying, why don't you get along with your mom? Well, because six years ago she made a bad quesadilla. It's you're like, like, what? Whoa, whoa. Okay. What does that have to do with your relationship with your mom? Well, I like my quesadillas with Real? more cheese. And she didn't put enough cheese on it. And that's cheese. why I don't talk to her. It's like, that, that was the equivalent. It was like the most. She went with Monterey Jack <clears throat> instead and I of. Like cheddar. <laughs> it was like so elementary and strange. It was kind of like watching two 12 year olds fight or like a, a 12 year old fight. Yeah, like he was like an adult. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was just like, because you have too much makeup on. That's why we're awkward all the time. And well, it's because like, she even well, then, I haven't like, had makeup on in three days and you still won't talk. Well, to she me. had to break it down like a grown up. She literally goes, um, which, by the way, shout out to you, Taylor. Taylor, you're I Taylor, mean, the, you're putting you up with... are a, a literal gem. The fact that you just had I'll be I'll be real with you. I would have flipped the bed. Yeah, I would have. No, you know what I would have done? I would have gone directly into the bathroom and been in there for five minutes and then came out covered in the thickest makeup you can see and I'd be like you like this do you like and this it's just, it's just dripping and flying off your yeah, eyelashes it would, it would just be like I mean it would be I mean, just painting the walls with contour and highlight and like eyeshadow I'd be like do you like this that's what I, my Insane. reaction would be but she just is like trying to break it down and have a conversation and is even willing then to come she walked away for a second and then to come back and be like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna cool down I'm like wow you are I, I mean bravo yeah but she didn't had to say to him she's like well jp makeup makes me feel beautiful and i wanted to be feel beautiful when i met you and she's like a lot of people wear makeup to feel nice and he's like i mean it, it was like there was one point in time when he threw a fit when they were on the beach and she goes do you want to get some food he goes fuck that and she goes what like why because <laughs> yeah. he was a little frustrated like it was like a kid who's like fuck that I'm going to go back and play video games. It was literally like, where's my switch? Mom. Listen, I would have had such a, so weird. I would have a very different take on JP. If like this man wouldn't have been speaking for four days, but he would have been like very sweet. Yeah. I, my heart would have hurt for him. Yeah, been like I would have been like, okay, you know what? He's really struggling. He is, is feeling awkward and maybe the cameras mm-hmm. and maybe he just struggles with, you know, having conversation. And that's like, Totally understandable, even when someone, you know, Taylor is doing everything. But there was a major rudeness attached to it. But there was it. a major rudeness attached to it. It was just because he was shy and awkward. I would just be like, oh my God, okay. Like, I want them to have an alone moment so that they can maybe talk without the cameras there. He could have just been like, I'm so sorry. I, in these pods, I have so much inside of me that I want to talk about, but I'm struggling because I'm just kind of nervous and I don't really know how to be. Can we maybe, like, maybe you could work through like an exercise with me to make me feel comfortable. But instead it was like, a, this is your fault but it, because of the makeup, because you decided it was, I was like, how do you not, has no one ever told you that you're the most brutal person to be around? <laughs> but like also then too, it's like there was an underlying energy the entire time. Even the second that they got to the hotel, yeah. there's a difference between being like, I'm shy and awkward and then when someone is expressing certain things to you and you just kind of have this, he had this smirk on his face all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was like this forever smirk yeah. on his face. Yeah. Where yeah. it was just like, there was this underlying, like, you know, he wanted to bring up the makeup right away. Yeah. You saw it. I watched, he, he back, a, like, I watched uh, the episode and then I rewatched um, part of it with yeah. you. And that very beginning, you see this look in his face. And now after How knowing, I bring this up? he had that look and it was just like he wanted to say it from the top. And, you know, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. She'd be like, do you think I'm pretty? And he's like, mm. you know, those kind of moments. It was just like, oh, God. Anyway, uh, before we move on. Anyway, shout loved out him. To, I loved yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, a huge fan of Jimmy. He's coming on the podcast no, next week. I had no 
thoughts um, about JP at all whatsoever. But shout out to Taylor. Taylor. Everything you have, every date and relationship you're going to have from now on is going to be incredible. That's because very true. It can't get worse than that. Mm-hmm. So enjoy a date that you're going on right now where you're actually talking to someone and they're actually saying words to you. I'm sure it'll be very exciting yes. and fun. And, and, I'm, and Taylor, know. JP should be honored to be in your presence with you fluttering those gorgeous eyes, those eyelashes at yes. him. Like he should be so honored. I mean, there were so many moments. I'm sorry. Like I looked at you. I'm like, sorry, I don't mean to objectify a Taylor, but you know, when they hopped in the jacuzzi and I was like, my God, look at Taylor. Taylor is a hot, hot woman. Okay. Yeah. JP wishes. He wishes. <laughs> oh, sorry. You had to go through that. I'm so I sorry was, that you had to experience I feel bad that. for me that I had to watch it. And so I loved how she, I loved how she ended it. I loved at that, that final moment he tried, he's like, let's go back and go to Houston together and work this out. And yeah, she he was goes, like, he's like, I know it's been brutal and awkward and painful and we haven't been connected, but I'm excited for our next step. It was like, I thought he was going to break up and he didn't. So did I was I. like, what? Yes. So when Taylor looked at him and goes, um, you know what? After taking into consideration what's the week's been like and last night with the makeup, she's like, first of all, I love that she said this. She goes, first of all, the makeup was an excuse. Yeah. I love that. She, but I like that she said that, yeah. that she was like, just FYI, I'm very aware that the makeup bullshit is an excuse about you not talking to me. Like, okay, Please. get get out of here. Um, And after what I've seen, we should not be together. Yeah. Done. That was awesome. I am on pins and needles because we didn't see them later in the episode when they had the reunion of mm -hmm, everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, even though we did have that one guy Carter who apparently was in the pods before. Yeah, he's like, he's an American hero. And you're like, just, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Who's just like, who was just like, I think Taylor just gave up on it because JP's quiet. And Milton's like, well, you know, a relationship, a you, you do need that in a relationship. And he's like, nah, if I'd have a daughter one day, JP is the type of guy that I'd want her to marry. I was like, Carter, like, get he, out of here. I like that he, he's a firefighter. He has a job. Therefore, he's a good person. It's like, <laughs> well, what the fuck? Anyway, uh, move, let's move on. Yes, let's move on. But I'm so excited to see what goes down at the reunion with these two. Oh, yeah. He's, gonna, he's not going to say nothing's going to go down because he's not going to say anything. Very true. Gonna show I up was and go, gonna say he mm, won't say a single thing. Go. What if all of a sudden he's at the reunion and he's just like, and he's just like, what's up? Or he's guys? just spouting off. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm here for it. Say god. something. My god. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we went really hard yeah. on that one. Sorry, everybody. But I just, I just, I couldn't believe it. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Um. Okay. Next couple to discuss: Izzy and Stacy. Yes. So Stacy and Izzy. I mean, well, after JP and um. Taylor are done. We really only have two couples. So, yes. <laughs> which is wild. I know. Wild that this is happening. I don't recall <clears throat> this ever happening. But Izzy and Stacy, obviously, we saw in the reveal, the reveal seemed to go well. He seemed to be nervous, um, but they seemed to be attracted to each other. Yes. And that feels confirmed during the Mexico stint. Yes. They are very much all over each other yes. they seem very at, at, at one point they're curled up on the day bed and they're having some pretty intimate conversation it feels very comfortable mm -hmm. hands are everywhere mouths are everywhere <laughs> like they're getting it in right away they're getting it in right away they're they're into each other yes now overall yes with the whole izzy stacy arc last episode i said i can't quite nail Izzy and I don't know how I feel about Izzy and I will tell you what Evan that feeling has continued for me yeah I very confused feeling about him 
I feel very confused about Izzy. There are a lot of moments that I feel like, wow, Izzy seems like a really good guy. Seems like communication is good. Um, when we're hearing, you know, even like the intimacy piece where he is like gentle, emotional, connected in that way. I'm like, OK, these are these are green flags. These are good signs. And then even later, we'll talk about when they had their big fight at his apartment. Um, I felt like the way that he was responding to everything was very gracious. And then he was comforting her after. And then when he was with her family, he was saying it was like the best time for them because they had processed through their feelings and the argument. Yeah. There were a lot of moments where I was like, <coughs> I like Izzy. Mm -hmm. But then there were moments where clearly for me, alarm bells were going off. Yeah. First of which was his conversation with Lydia. Mm -hmm. So when they go to the beach and he sees Lydia for the first time, he's right away like, oh, she's hot. Yeah. She's very attractive. He's like, I need to sit down and talk to her. When he talks to her, there's definitely a feeling of the conversation wasn't inappropriate. Right. But there are a lot of, um, I feel like, unnecessary details yes. that are brought in. There are a lot of, well, you know, you're beautiful. I, 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 you know, didn't even think I'm going to choose you because, like, you sound hot. There's a lot of conversation about Lydia's looks. Yes. There's also a lot of details about his journey, about, like, I was really into Johnny. Stacy wasn't even on my radar. I never would have even been talking to you if I didn't think there was a connection where you're like, you're fishing right now. I felt he's like fishing. he's fishing. My thing was, overall, I really liked him. Like, <clears throat> when he wasn't talking to the other women... On the whole, he seemed like pretty sweet. Yes, when he was with Stacy. When he was with Stacy, yes. he seemed pretty sweet, kind of chill, putting up with a lot. We'll get <laughs> sure, into. Sure. Um, but it was when he was talking to the other women. What I felt from from my perspective was that he got off on being the most wanted in the villa. Uh huh. And mm -hmm. he went out thinking the women still want me, and yes. they chose these other guys as backup plans. Yes. And so when he met with Lydia. He was like, oh, you're beautiful and you're amazing. And you know what? It just didn't work out because I had a stronger connection. And she's like, yeah, I know. Everything's fine. Like, I don't like you anymore. Like, I've gotten milked and everything's great. With Johnny, he attacked her. Dude. But, but I feel like it came from a place of because I know you probably still want me. Yes. And I'm going to go on the offensive to attack you to make you feel like shit. But because I know you still want me. Because this whole thing was about how he chose Tyler, how she chose Tyler second, and how she was Chris. So how, the whole thing was about how she chose Chris and how it was like a bullshit thing. And he was a second choice and he deserves better. But that's on the basis of, because I know you still want me. So his whole thing was very egotistical in the way that he was talking to them. He could have just both said to them, hey, it's so good to meet you. Oh my gosh. I had a great time talking with you in the pods. You seem like a wonderful- Sorry if I, you know, yeah. It's, you know, <clears throat> I'm so sorry that, um, you know, we didn't see eye to eye, but it seems like you're so happy and I'm so happy for you. Both conversations could have been like that, but instead he made it all about him. And it was really weird. And that was like a weird moment of like, he, he- had to make sure that he felt yes that he was the hot shit and that like he had to let him down he had to let him down and it yes. was like very egotistical and both women were like uh what well both women were very much like i am very happy with who i yes. chose and i was surprised with lydia because lydia in the itms we hear her go izzy's definitely typically my type and he's attractive but i'm super into milton i thought all of a sudden when 
when uh, Izzy and Lydia are sitting down, I'm like, uh oh, here we come. They're going to start yes. flirting. And I thought when he's starting to compliment her that she might be leaning into it. But she shut him down. Exactly. She was like, hey, there's no bad blood. I don't hold grudges between people. I'm super into Milton. I'm very happy. You seem very happy. Let's move forward. And she shut it down. If she would have, I think if Lydia would have played into the flirting and would have allowed the like, well, I did have a really deep connection with you and let that open up. I think we would have had a lot of drama on our hands. I I think we would have started having some playfulness going on. I think Izzy would have been a little bit like, well, Lydia is so Maybe I'll talk to her a little bit more and drink Mm -hmm. some, but you know, and, and that's where I really felt like it's the same thing. It's like the really insecure guy thing. Uche did the same thing instead of coming in being like, Hey, he came in and was like, I need to make sure Lydia still wants me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want Milton to feel like he's second choice. Yes. And that's the same thing I got from from <clears throat> Izzy about the other women. It was like, I need to make it still known that I'm the top dog and that all these women still want me and that you all guys are my friends. And it's just sad that you guys are second choices. Like it was very right. bad energy. Well, and I personally <clears throat> feel like so with the conversation then, which is then again, like you were mentioning, was the other massive red flag was when he spoke to Johnny yes. later, which, by the way. Yeah. Johnny and Chris, awesome. They're they're dating. I don't know now if they're still dating, but they're dating uh, as of when that was filmed. And she is crying, talking about him. They seem so lovely together, and like they're super into each other, and we love to see it. Honestly, they seem like the happiest couple. They really do. They seem super comfortable. <laughs> they're not being followed by the cameras. Um, but I think I fully agree with what you're saying. Where it's the ego of like I still need to be the most wanted. I also think there was a combination of why he immediately came in and like attacked Johnny about it. She sits down and goes, hey, I, I'm you're super happy with Stacy. I'm super happy with Chris. And he's like, yeah, I made the right decision because you're sketchy as fuck. That was wild. And then he reported back to Stacy that she said he was sketchy after she just was like, no, you're sketchy. Well, and but, then she made that the narrative. But that then was that the, the whole thing that I then got stuck <laughs> on was the fact that he like came at Johnny was, and then was really brutal called her so like rude. basically called her a piece of shit like she said was so unnecessarily rude she and was then, taken off guard she was not ready for it she no. was like whoa i didn't know how my character would be fully assaulted here uh, no not at all and then he grabs stacy pulls her away is laughing he's like oh god i love you so much i'm so grateful for you like you and i have it so good and stacy's like what are you talking about and he's like i just told johnny off i just told her she was sketchy as fuck and at first, Stacy seems a little happy because she clearly does not like yeah. Johnny. But then she's like, why are you so annoyed by this? Because we all know she when, you don't, when you don't care, you have apathy. Yes. But he really cared, why which means he, care? he does care to a certain extent. So I was getting kind of in that moment a half and half. Half of it was like what you were saying, which is I need to feel like I was the first chosen and that guy was secondary. And now I'm feeling not good about it and insecure because she's happy with someone else. I thought I was going to have the upper hand. Johnny was going to come walking in heartbroken, wishing that we were still together. And she's going to be so devastated when she sees me, yet she comes in so happy. But I think the other part of it was because him and Stacy were starting to kind of go through yes. it, that he's then feeling insecure in his relationship with Stacy. Because she was making him feel like he was weak and kind of like not a man yes. in that way. Cause it was like, you know, it was about the plates and the cups and the way that he had the, the lost and found drawer. There was all these kind of critical elements to their relationship. Yes. And so he was almost being like, watch how much of a boss I am. Ugh. I'm going to tell this yeah. girl off. And then you're going to be hot for me because I went out after your enemy 
and she smelled, you didn't do that for me. You did that for you. Why do you care so much? It was reeking of, I saw Johnny thought she was really pretty in order to counteract this feeling I'm having. I'm going to go after her Mm -hmm. to kind of like prove that I'm not attracted to her. Yes. It was almost that there. It was, it was. So those moments I was like, as much as throughout the episode, when, when Izzy is with Stacy, I was like, seems like a really good guy. But then when he's with the other women, I'm like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not loving this. Yeah, I agree. And especially the Johnny the conversation. Johnny thing was it was so, so it was so inappropriate. Lydia, it was kind of like a preference thing. It was kind of like a little weird, kind of like a lot of lot of compliments. Yeah, it was, but then kind that, of made it about that him. To me, that was more of like what I'm smelling. I'm <laughs> yes. like, I'm smelling this. It wasn't inherently wrong. Nothing Johnny was, was nothing was wrong about it. But I could just something smelled, you know, off. But the Johnny one was so inappropriate. That was just like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're just coming at this yeah. woman. Like, my goodness. I want to talk about the money situation. So Stacy. <laughs> Let's get into Stacy because I thought this was like a very interesting conversation mm-hmm. that had many layers to it. It yeah. wasn't simple to me. Yeah. Because in one element... If you watch, you know, everyone watching the show, I know some actually people don't even watch the show, but they just like us listen, listening to us talk. Basically, they go to her house. Yeah, sorry, this is probably very confusing. She's got a beautiful house. She's got nice cars. She's got nice things. Everything's very put together. She's getting a remodel done. You could tell, and she she says, like, I like nice things. I got bougie taste. You know, when I travel, I like to stay at the nicest hotels. Like, that's her whole thing, right? Yeah. He, you could tell he's sweating mm-hmm. a little bit from it. He's kind of like looking at it going, It's oh, a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. So then she goes right away, like day one there. She's like, I want to talk about retirement, 401k. I want to talk about your savings. I want to talk about your income. I want to like, <laughs> she starts grilling his ass Which, on his money. By the way, I think the money conversation is extremely important sure. before you're getting married. Right. Completely support that conversation. As a child of divorce, I can say yes, indeed. It and is she was an saying important. the exact same thing. That's what I'm she saying. Like, so I saw, I did. I saw her in that, in that Everything way. Everything about what she was saying. Yeah. Mostly was like, okay, that, that's absolutely fair and legitimate. The way she was doing it was very intense. And so it started off with like, I want to talk about money. I want to be open on, about how much you make, how much you have, what's going on, how you spend. Where it went south for me was where she kind of was like, I'm a badass. I got money. I come from money. I like to spend money. I got my shit together. If you move into my house... And we need a new HVAC unit that's 20 grand. You got to go half and half with me. If we got an issue with the car, you're, pay, you're helping me pay for it. So basically saying 50, 50, 50 yeah. with all my expenses. Yes. But then all of a sudden turns into like, and by the way, our vacations, my dinners. You have it was to, just dinners. Okay, whatever. But like my nice dinners I want, yeah. you have to pay for it all the time. Because I like a man to pay. So it was like very confusing. It's either like, you're the man pay for everything. I want a traditional old school relationship. If like, that's what you want. You have, you have every right to like say that, but then you can't on the other hand be like, I'm a badass. I do whatever I want and you better split all, all my costs of my house with me. <laughs> Cause he goes, Oh, okay. 50, 50, 50, 50 on the HVAC unit, 50, 50 on the car. Cool. 50, 50 at dinner. And she's like, Whoa, no, <laughs> you pay for all that stuff. And you could sell. He was kind of like trying to understand what she was doing there. Yeah. But it seems like she was confused on what she wanted. She's kind of like, I want to be this independent person, but when it's convenient for me, I want to be dependent. And yeah, so that's I thought what it was, was, I felt like it was like de- definitely like wanting to have your cake and eat it too yes. vibes. 
where, you know, obviously, like, hell yeah, celebrate the badassery of, like, this is my home. I fucking work my ass off. And if in the, the necessary conversation of if you're going to be moving into this house, like, let's be real here. Like, we're going to be like, what are your expectations? Like, we're going to be splitting this 50 50. You know, this is if you want to live here, you know, all, all of this. I think it's all a great conversation. I was then lost when the conversation was like, I have a t- I have champagne taste when I go on vacations, I I blow it out. I love luxury. We're going to stay in the nicest spots, eat at the nicest restaurants. And again, you're communicating that with someone. Great. But then it's like, but I'm then going to laugh when you say you're going to expect to pay 50 50. It was it was a big energy thing for me where it was like. You're telling him like that I when I vacation, when I go to dinner, I'm going to do it big. And then you're going to like laugh at him. Kind of shame him. Like there was multiple bit, times yeah. where she oh, yeah, was that, like. Well, that definitely. Well, yes. she was like, she was like, I've never had a man not pay for me. Basically like, are you even a man? Kind yeah. of vibe. Like it was yeah. like a laugh in his face when he's like, well, okay, cool. We'll go 50, 50 on all the costs and then we'll go 50, 50 at dinner. And she was like, I've never had that to me, like done to me. What are you even? And that it was, was just kind of like, whoa. See, that like, was the thing to me. It was the energy. It was the, the energy. energy. If the energy would have been like, okay, so here's the bottom line. Like, we're going to pay for 50-50. I work my ass off, da 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 And then that's the conversation. And then on top of it, you're like, but I'm going to be real with you. I, I live a luxurious lifestyle. Yeah. So are you down to know that like half of your money is going to be going to this luxurious lifestyle? Okay, fine. Well, then also, I do like to have a guy. I mean, that's a lot. But it was the laughing of like, you expect to pay 50-50? <laughs> Please, the man always pays for dinner, always. And I'm sitting here going, as someone who's been in a relationship for a long time, I'm like, I understand people have their preferences yes. when you're dating, but like, this list is too long. Yes. Like, this list is, you pay 50-50 on all the house expenses, great. Just FYI, I spend a ton of money on luxury and lifestyle. You're going to have to pay 50-50 with that. Okay, you also have to pay fully for all of our dinners. Okay, and I'm going to laugh at your idea that you don't think that that's what's going to be happening. Or keep the same energy. Go, I got my own house, my own cars, I do all this stuff. You won't have to pay for anything, but I'm going to pay for everything on my own. You pay for your half of everything. I'm going to sign a prenup. You don't have control of my money. Love a prenup. Cool. Okay, Love cool. a prenup. Put then that it's prenup like, cool. out there, baby. We don't, I'm in my own world. Yes. You, don't, you don't fuck with my world. We're cool. But it was like, she's like, you don't fuck with up my world until I get more out of you than you get out of me. It was like, wait a second. Yeah, it was very much. I would have loved the prenup conversation, especially when she starts then talking about the fact that her family has money. And she's <sighs> like, will my dad pay for everything? Yes. And so that then was another added thing where I'm like, okay, hold on a second. You're saying and admitting that like. Okay, great. Good for you. You have you're in a privileged situation where if you need it, your dad's going to pay. But then you're laughing at him who's also working his ass off and then laughing that like he wouldn't pay all the dinners fully for you. When then you're also saying that you have this privilege. That was where it was just like, dude, you this would have been a great conversation to talk about a prenup. This would have been a great conversation to, uh, I guess, have a conversation about it. More like, what are your thoughts and feelings on this versus like, this is how it goes. Which takes me to his apartment. Yes. Which was clean and very nice. I gotta say, I was very, I was like, his apartment. He's in his 20s, dude. Yeah. And he has a 
clean, nice apartment. The only thing he lives two alone. Things, lives alone. But the one thing is he has paper plates and cups because he's like, listen, I don't want to do maybe a lot of dishwashing, whatever. Sure, is it not like super adult? Sure, I mean, how, whatever you want to say, you know. But like, I mean, I was sitting there going yeah. like, if if Stacy saw my my kitchen and my eating habits, where I'm like, you know what? At least the guy has plates and cups because some of us only order takeout yeah. and don't even. Have she that. just felt very performative to me. Everything yeah. was about like, isn't this nice? Isn't this nice in my house? Isn't this nice? Aren't I cool? Isn't this car nice? Isn't this neighborhood I live in nice? Like it was not about. I just didn't feel like genuine. It felt like performative. So when he had some paper plates and cups. She didn't go, by the way, we need to change this. I'm going to get you some plates and some cups and we are going to upgrade your lifestyle. Even that would be like, okay. Like hugging him, kissy kissy. <clears throat> exactly. Like we're going to go shopping instead, together. She's like, what kind of man does this? It's like very, you know what I mean? Like again, shaming him. Yeah. And then when it came to the lost and found, he had like a, he had a couple things in a drawer after she made comments like, wait, you don't even have a nightstand. What, when girls come over, where they're going to put their their jewelry? So she brought up the women. She brought it up. Yeah. She brought up the one night stands or the sleeping together or the whatever. And he goes, it's funny you mentioned that. I kind of have a little bit of a lost and found. And he had like a couple rings and a couple necklaces from maybe people he didn't know where, whose they were because of, of people who he, who he had hooked up with. That was the innu- innuendo. And instead of going like, oh my gosh, get rid of this right now. Ha ha ha. She just goes, what kind of sane person does this? Like makes fun of him. Like... Dude, and then she, the second he calls her out, and by the way, he wasn't, he was so He was calm, staying very low-key. She leaves and walks outside and is like hunched down crying. Like for me, this whole thing is a small conversation about the paper plates and the drawer. The lost and found. The lost yeah. and found. It's like you go, hey, are you scared? Are you kidding me? Get rid of this right now. You grab it, you throw it in the trash, you all laugh about it. You you, you take you, the paper or plates. you have a conversation where you go, listen, clearly the reason that she was upset by this is because she felt jealousy, yes. which is totally normal totally and fine. fine like you fall you're in love with this guy you see this drawer did you bring up the women thing jokingly sure and then he continued it hurt your feelings you see the lost and found you feel jealousy completely understandable that conversation is hey i'm be real with you i saw that lost and found and it kind of got a feeling in my stomach yeah and i'm feeling jealous i'm feeling a little weird about it like do you have a lot of one night stands or is there a reason that like you maybe we haven't really talked about that much. I heard that. And again, I'm pulling back from when she was talking to Taylor earlier where she's like, people told me he was a player. So she's probably feeling that in her stomach. Like, oh, my gosh, is he more of a player than I thought? And then you can be honest with him about that. Listen, I heard these things and I'm not saying you are. But when I saw that, I'm like, why is he keeping this stuff as like trophies? What's going on? Like there's a single earring. There's bobby pins. Why did you keep it? And it kind of hurt. And I'm feeling these ways. It was just very immature. But it was very accusatory. And then also the way that she was wrapping it up, I couldn't follow. So I don't know then how he was feeling because I was like, what you're saying then about him and then kind of trying to tie him in a pretzel here where there wasn't a right answer that he could say where it was like, oh, you're trying to show it off. Well, I know you're not trying to show it off, but then like what type of person just leaves it there and what like how could you and I'm like I can't follow where you're going with this so I don't know how he's following it feeling that emotion in the moment and then with the whole paper plate situation and the plastic cups the way that it would felt very like mocking you know if I was him it that like that really stings because you guys have had conversations where you know he's communicated with you like I wasn't raised the way you were raised like 
I I have worked my ass off. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm proud of where I'm at. I'm proud of who I am. I've worked really hard. Look at this beautiful apartment that I'm in. And you're out here talking about how, you know, family's load and dad sends you whatever, like whatever money you need type energy. Like, can we not pause for a second and like think about this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. And that brings us to the family situation, which made it worse to me. Mm-hmm. because there was immediately was just rough. a money shaming issue right when they walk in. They start roasting him for not having a passport because he hadn't traveled. And she's like, isn't that crazy? He's never even traveled well, overseas. And then, and then it was he's just saying like, like okay. yeah, you know, financially it just wasn't an option when we were growing up and they're all laughing. Yeah, they're all like, like, oh, Whoa. well, that's not going to work because she travels a lot. And so you better get your finances together. Well, like, and then they put that together with like, well, are you sure about like your career? Yeah. Like, are you even, where are you even at with that? So then he had to kind of say, hey, you know, I just got this job. I'm about two weeks in. And then I saw, oh, there's the sweat. And I have to be honest with you, too. I did appreciate to Izzy's credit that the fact, first of all, he kept very calm through the whole thing. He also was honest about the fact that he just got a new job. If I would have been in Izzy's situation, the pressure I'm feeling with these people around me, I would have maybe lied. Mm-hmm. It would have been hard not to, to be like, to make to, to make it sound like, oh, no, I, I, I'm i still with the same job. But to be like, oh, yeah, I just switched job. I'm like, jobs, because I wanted to have a better work-life balance. I'm like, these people are going to judge me. And then and then she brought up like an intimate conversation they had about the paper plates and the lost and found thing in the middle of the family. Just like immediately, like he goes, you know what? Yesterday was good. I thought we had a good day. We, we worked through some stuff. And she goes, I disagree. I'm going to tell him. And then just one off. And about- she said, I didn't expect his place to be the Ritz, but he didn't even have uh, glass. So there was like a little like, shame there. Like, you know, dude. I know he's, I know he's not rich like I like, but I didn't expect it to be this bad. And so that was brutal. My, so that the, 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 the vibe and the dad just sitting there quiet. Everyone else was grilling the shit out of him about money mostly. Yeah. And like wealth and like traveling. It wasn't even, it was very little about like, who, who are, are you? And you yeah. seem like a great guy. Tell me about your family. It was just like, yeah. do you have enough money? Do you have enough money? So he goes out with the dad and the dad's like, um, you seem like a nice guy. And I don't want to make this about money, but uh, my daughter, she <laughs> likes nice things. And he said, it, he goes, you know, love is great, but sometimes, you know, love needs to eat. Sometimes love likes to fly first class. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. And, and Izzy's trying to convince himself it's going to be OK because he's like, you know, I got this brand new job and uh, it's a sales job and I'm excited like, and, and I'm the sky's the limit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make so much money for your daughter. Don't worry. And the dad, the dad let us know what the real factor was accidentally accidentally it because slipped. he goes are you going to be able to handle this and as he's like yeah he goes because if you don't i'm gonna have to he literally basically let leaking goes, the fact that like i pay for <laughs> like everything my daughter's telling you that she pays for i pay for i mean maybe she maybe she exactly. i mean I'm i think being it seems like she works her ass off but, but there was a dad is still very much dad in the is, picture yes, here yes. financially and if you don't pay, can you please marry her and get rich? Because I don't want to pay for all this stuff anymore. Like that was no, the he energy. literally said he was just like, I guess this is your responsibility now, because if it's not your responsibility, it's going to be my responsibility. I was like, oh, God, and there he, it is. And he didn't say he's like, please go ahead. Marry my daughter. By the way, he didn't say one time about. Do you care about her? Are you going to break? I don't want you to break her heart. If you if you break up, I do. You're going to love her. It was like, a, hey, here's the deal. Uh, financially, it's a nightmare. <laughs> do you can you handle that feelings? Whatever. She's killing me with the bank account right now. Can you please just pay for some of this shit right now? Like it was literally that simple. Really, really wild. But all in all with them, I felt like they care about each other a lot. 
he's got a little bit of an insecurity regarding um, the other women and kind of still wanting to feel wanted. I think he feels less than with her. Yeah. With Stacy makes him feel... Well, we see the commercial of him. He literally <clears throat> says that he's like, you're making me feel less yes. than. I think he's stressed about the fact that he has a new job and he hasn't like probably made any money yet with it because he just started. Yeah. He's nervous about her level of needs and the fact that she isn't like, let's be real, kind of the most warm person in regards to these issues. Yeah. Like the when she's warm with him, it's about sex. Mm-hmm. Like all the comments are about like how big he is and how hot he is. But, but when it comes to like interpersonal relationship it's very like this is what i want you better give it to me and if you're not you're not strong and so it was very like i don't know i just felt like you know it was weird it was just a well, weird and then there energy was a lot of then moments even when there was the group where she i mean and i listen if if i don't know what went on behind the scenes mm-hmm. i really don't maybe johnny was really rude to her behind the scenes and totally. stacy had been super nice to johnny I don't know. Who knows? All we can operate off is what we see. But what I saw was, you know, Stacy apparently told Renee that she wished that she poisoned the cookies and, oh no, shit in the cookies, excuse me, and gave them to Johnny. Said she was a joke. Said she was a joke and it was pretty intense and I was like, dang. And then when she was talking to to, uh, Izzy about it after, it was like, don't compare me to that mess. Like it was just really intense. And I know that last episode I said that I think that we're going to get to know Stacy better and like the walls are going to get broken down and, you know, we're going to see a lot of things that we didn't before and she's going to open up more. We didn't necessarily see that in this episode. Um, I think she had some really nice moments with Izzy when they were like, you know, feeling the romance and they're very like giggly and sweet together. But I do think there's, you know, there's a lot of clearly walls with that money and with all of that shit. And it was it was rough. There were a lot of moments in this where I was like, yikes, like I am not comfortable with what feels like finance shaming going on. It's all the for me, it was the communication style. Yeah. Like you can feel however you want to feel about anything, but just talk about it in a nice, caring way. Yeah. And I was sensing a little bit of this early on with Stacey. I remember seeing some of the clips and some of the like. ITMs and she would make comments about like kind of ridiculing people yeah. and I was like ooh and then she kind of backed off of that for a little bit yeah. and then it's really ramped up and so I'm a little nervous because it's like it's definitely like a defense technique to just kind of like ridicule others to make yourself feel good that's a little bit of the energy I'm yeah, feeling totally um, now as far as the two of them go this is my prediction okay I think that they're going to get married yeah I think they're going to get married I don't think that they're together anymore got it okay. I think they will have split because of exactly what we're seeing right now is the finance pressure and all of that. I think they're going to get married and then he is going to be like in servitude <laughs> of her financial desires. Okay. And he's going to be like working his ass off and watching a bunch of inspirational videos on the way to a sales <laughs> meeting to be like, you're right. I am an alpha. I can make a billion dollars in a week. Don't be a sale, like be a sales king. And he's going to go in there being like, I could better execute this or she's going to be tweaked about the fact that we can't get that other like third Mercedes. You know what I mean? He's going to be watching lots of inspirational videos. I just for some reason feel I, I see this. I also if that is true and they're not broken up, I think he has a new job. Mm, okay. I bet he works for her dad now. Oh, that's a good move. I bet that she's probably like, listen, you know, he God bless the man is probably working his ass off. Right. Working so hard trying to climb the ladder and it was like, it's not fast enough. And it's like, go work with dad. And dad's like, okay. 
certain people like that, it's like, you just need to marry a rich guy because <laughs> if it's so much about money, like just marry some rich and guy yeah, and God then bless. just make the feelings thing like not as much of a priority but and listen, just marry that, a rich if, guy. If that's your thing, do it. If, if that's, that's what you need. If but, that's the priority and that's what you desire, God bless, baby. I'm all about it. Go, you know, go just, do your but, thing, but, but, but stop but, hiding in this like weird world just, here. Just, just, yeah. Next up. Um, next up, we have Milton and Lydia. The shocker of the year, for sure. Okay. So these two, are we, we see their reveal. We hadn't seen their reveal yeah. before. Yeah. And at, with their initial reveal, I was like, damn, they're making out a ton. Yeah. But it also feels a little awkward. Yeah, yeah. She didn't uh, like run into his arms and smother him the way that I thought she was going to. It was a little more like, you know, slow. And so I wasn't quite sure if I was reading it the right way. And then as soon as we get to Mexico, they're batting back and forth. Mm -hmm. Insult, 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 insult. But fun. But at first, I thought it was oh, funny. Okay. But at first I was like, is this one of those things where they have sexual tension and then they're going to hook up one time and then after that, they're going to hate each other because like they actually are really annoyed by each other, but their sexual tension. Do you know what I'm saying? And or then all is, of a sudden, the, yeah. the, the, the back and forth comments then yes. start getting real because then, then they're really annoyed. And Izzy and flirting uh, with Uche. And then you're seeing like the cracks. And I like, saw oh, the shit. potential of it absolutely yeah. crumbling. Agreed. But the thing about this whole thing is that like, I feel like people are going to strongly disagree with this. I really do. Because I know a lot of people have a lot of big opinions about Lydia. I feel like they are working well together. What we didn't account for, especially me, was Milton's swag. I told you. I was like, the guy has some serious swag because, on him. Because we all knew kind of what, what generally what her vibe was. Talks a lot. Says a lot of things. You saw how she was with Aaliyah. You know, you're kind of like, woof. Okay. Like, you know, and then Milton absolutely stepped into it all the way. He embraced his nerdery, so he didn't go, oh, I'm going to hide the Pokemon stuff. He's talking about it right away. Oh, yeah. He embraced who he is. When she would roast him, he'd roast her right back. <laughs> when she would try to bully him, not in a mean way, but like when she tried to get him to wear the black shorts. Yeah. I, I was thinking to myself, oh, Lydia has is probably used to being able to like force a guy. He'd be like, you are wearing, you are those. wearing the black yeah. shorts. And he was like, fine. He would kiss her and go, no. And she'd be like, no, you're wearing. He's like, no, I'm not. And then ended up not wearing them. Like he didn't do it. And I think that put Lydia in a good place with him of like, oh, okay. It almost feels like she's used to kind of pushing people to see where the limit is. Yeah. To, to see what her relationship is. He made it very clear. There is no pushing here. Mm -hmm. And then once that you saw her settle into it and feel secure. To where like she walks right up to Izzy and right away. It's like, I'm not interested in you at all. I love Milton. We're good to go. I know. Walks right up to Uche and is like, I have no desire to be with you. I don't even want to talk to you at this party right now. Which was the shocker of the central of, of the century because Milton. You were like, there's no I'm like, way there's this no way is going to work. He's going to get chewed up and spit out in a week. Like, there's no way. Dude, we were not realizing how much of a baller he was that he could like. And then because of that, they were like, whoosh. She clearly needed someone that was going to like hold her tight and be like, I got you. Yeah. And and he needed a little bit of friction to create excitement. And they really did find that in each other. I'm blown away, but I absolutely love them together. I don't know what the community's take <clears throat> on this is because I feel like, I feel like in general, because of people's opinions about Lydia, everyone's going to be like, this is a nightmare. No, I couldn't help it. I smiled watching them the entire time. Yeah. I couldn't help it. I know. I, I mean, you know how I, feel? I love Milton, yeah. but like, 
them the whole time made me laugh. I could see how some people would be watching it going like, oh my God, they're always just like batting back and forth. But like they both seem like they're having so much fun. It's like some people's love language is being playful like that. I love that. He was, she would be like, well, you're like 12. And he's like, well, you're old. And that, like, that was the perfect <laughs> and response. And they would laugh. And, you my, know what and I, mean? I, I think instead I, of him being defensive, no, I'm not. I'm actually 24. And actually I'm good. And he would be like, well, you're old. And, and it's I, like, that's the perfect way to I play think that. For me personally watching it, I, I liked it because I, I like that. Yeah, it's fun. I like to, you know, I, I like to be playful. Bit, yeah. We give each other a hard time constantly. It makes me feel loved. Like I don't know I just how I feel I like that with my friends We're playful We b- go back and forth It's like a show of and love I When you can like, roast each other well, a they, bit. And, they, and it's sometimes hard To find somebody Who totally understands That you're not being serious yes. And that you're being playful And whatever And I felt like They kind of just Both saw each other yeah. Where then they At least so far They haven't had any disagreements Where someone crossed the line And was actually being serious And the other person Thought they were joking And they had a misunderstanding It seems like They've kind of been on the same page the entire time. I think time. most. I think he's just so comfortable in yes. himself. And yes, I think that's he the, really like, is. Most guys would have been maybe embarrassed by the Pokemon thing, embarrassed by the gaming, embarrassed by the the microscope thing he's got going on. Try to hide it and or be felt like, oh, insecure actually, with her and defensive when she was giving when them she a was hard time. And, and so he, but he owned it all the way. Yep. Owned. I have a roommate. Own, I'm into this quote nerdy stuff that she would say, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I like it." And by the way, I like this cow rug. Oh no, yeah, and when like, she was like, "These are the most disgusting rugs ever." He's like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna sell your ring and I'm gonna buy a thousand." Yes, <laughs> like it was so funny. He like, was so good, and that's what she needs. Yeah, and, and I think then, she liked. And I think she because of that, like she, her like her real p- true personality, feel like it came out. And versus the Uche thing, Uche brings out like the worst in her you could tell yeah so i'm sure she had some like maybe some toxic traits around him made some decisions that she regrets maybe did some of the stuff like the stuff he was mentioning maybe not because we're kind of feeling like it's hard to know what's going well, on i there. don't know it's, it's just a little bit like who's telling who's the telling truth. what but who's the one thing the i will say is that uche's relation like the way she he interacts with uh Aaliyah and the way he interacts with lydia felt toxic it felt like you're kind of blaming them for all your things too and it's weird and then you find out all these things you know his big thing is lying but then he ends up lying a bunch but when you see Lydia with Milton you see like all the good parts come out and I feel like that's what's you know any relationship can be you anyone can drive anyone nuts or bring out the good in them and that's what I felt like Milton and Lydia they were bringing out the good in each other I felt like I felt that too and I I I felt like her conversation with him and her family was so sweet. Yep. I love her brother. He was hilarious. Yeah. And the fact that Milton was like, I've always kind of wanted in a family where like you all are just really in tune with your emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think he really appreciates that about her. And at first I thought I was like, oh, no, he's regretting his decision. Milton, like I trust me, I feel shocked and bamboozled right now. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be a nightmare. And the whole time I kept bracing myself for a nightmare i was like oh the ball's gonna drop and at least so far who knows maybe episode eight it all yeah. goes south who knows but, but so, so we're far, judging at least right what now. we're seeing i'm like i'm gonna be honest with you i think that they're funny together but we see then you know the preview of um milton's family meeting her and it doesn't look like it's going great so yeah. maybe that's gonna shift who knows? and um, I'm I'm not sure. And then also then Uche talking to milton like who knows what direction that goes but we do see them in the preview at the altar and I think they're going to get married unless something happens or something. Some secret comes out that blows it up. I don't see them not getting married. I think they're going to be the one successful couple, which is wild. Like I, th- I bet they're married and they're still married. 
I, I really do feel that way. Um, just want to make a side comment, kind of an MVP moment, was uh, Milton's roommate. Josh, MVP. This guy walks in. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. He Bring him on the show. hilarious because he comes in Season and he's six. literally going, immediately going, wow, he's been talking about you, you're, about how amazing you are. Milton's the best guy of all time. And then anything that would like kind of be slightly negative he would he would take blame for so like there was like there was, <laughs> was like so he, he sits on the counter next to milton and they're both like yeah we love pokemon and we love gaming and he would just be like you know do you know how awesome milton is milton graduated early with an associate's degree then got a master's then he graduated early. And he's up. like he's the best guy of all time he's amazing he's incredible and then um lydia goes well you know i saw those playboys in there he's got his playboys and then he goes no those are mine and then she laughs and looks down and then all you see is in the corner them fist bump and go they just both fully they just, go, they just and then Dude. every time and then, it, and then every time that josh says something complimentary about milton josh and milton are like <laughs> they just do a fist bump it was bump. the best it was so it was like it was like I, a sit it was like a sitcom like, they were like their a relationship full, like, was well and the fact too that he's like a data analysis so yes. like he's like super super smart and then milton's super super smart yeah. and they both live together and they've got the microscope in there and they have their pokemon league and they've been like banned because of like talk and smack online in the pokemon <laughs> league i was obsessed with him full mvp and yeah. and also just like I don't know. You know me. I always say, listen, you know, you can't you don't choose your family. And then sometimes friends can be weird on the show. So I know you can't fully judge, especially yeah. the family. You can't judge someone off of their family because, you know, yeah. a lot of people are very different than their family. But the friends is a big one to me. Yes. And I we met Milton's friend and I that is a good man. Yes. Josh is a good man. He was he was supportive of his friend. He was complimentary to Lydia. He's like, you guys are so cute together. I mean, he was, to me, I was like green flags all around for Milton with Josh as his friend. Also closing with Milton and Lydia, when he walked over to Lydia and Uche talking and walks over and in the middle of their big fight, just goes, Uche goes, oh, can we have some time? We're, we're still talking. And he goes, cool. Yeah. Um, we just got to leave in 10 minutes to say, I'm not going to let this toxic bullshit go on any longer, but I'm also not going to undermine my girl. And make it like I'm cutting her off. I'm just letting you know. Oh yeah, you could talk to her for about ten more minutes. Well, he's that he, was a he, great. He gave her a way out. Yeah, it was like I would have wanted that if I was Lydia. I'd have been like, I don't want to be stuck in this conversation with these cameras for hours. And so then to have my guy pop in and give me give me like a, a way out by being like, yeah, by the way, we do have plans in ten minutes. So like, babe, you good? You mm -hmm. good? And then she's like, yeah, I'm gonna keep talking to him. He's like, all right, sounds good. And he just popped out. Super secure. Yeah, not insecure. Not at all. insecure, knowing that Uche and Lydia have been together. He knows that whole thing. I mean, wow. Very impressed. Very impressed. Um, Very happy. The for only both time of them. that we saw Milton a little shaken up was when she started to try to mess around with his microscope and he was like hands off. He was off. rattled. He, he was, was like, like get don't. your hands off of this. You're going to fuck it up. It's old and I keep messing it up and you're going to mess it up. And that was the one time that he was just like, no, 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 no. She's nah. like, who's the geologist? He's like, don't care. Don't touch my gear. <laughs> It was like, you know, don't touch my my um, Settlers of Catan board game. Like, I have the guys in the right pieces. Do yeah, not do play not, with this. Do not mess with this, okay? Uh, so funny. But, I mean, I'm, it, it is yeah. what it is. I, I, I do. There's a lot of things with Lydia. Obviously, here's, here's the bottom line for me. I am team Aaliyah for forever. Yeah. I adore Aaliyah. I think she's absolutely fantastic and wonderful. And the way that Lydia handled everything from what we saw, obviously, I was not down with. And now there's a lot of question marks 
with what Uche has brought up, okay? There's a lot of question marks going on. But with her interactions with Milton, I feel like I agree with you. They bring out the best in each other. I like them together. But don't get me wrong. I have some questions about Lydia. Yeah. And we'll see what goes down sure, sure. Um, after. Let's get, let's get into our final, the final piece, final, which yeah. is Uche, Aaliyah, and then obviously Uche and Lydia. Yeah. Okay. So we start this whole episode series, the uh, episode five out with Uche coming off from finding out that Aaliyah was not in the pods. Yeah. And um, we see him take a call from her, from the producers. And I'll just say this on the call right away. You know, I understand the feeling of like, whoa, what happened? Um, you just you weren't there and being super disappointed with that. But to me, it right away was like, hey, there needs to be the understanding and the empathy of like what Aaliyah's walked through. Like Aaliyah, first of all, the shaming of her of the cheating situation went down. And then after that, she ended up finding out that her bestie in the house used to date you. And that was a later on shock, like right before proposals. And then she went back and talked to Lydia and she's finding out all this stuff. It is so much. This, ex this experiment already is so beyond overwhelming. Everything that Aaliyah went through, there needs to be understanding from the partner of what this person has had to yes. walk through. Um, but it ends up being very much like a conversation where, you know, he's like, you only thought about yourself. Yeah. And she was like, I had to protect myself, Uche. As someone who cares about me, you got to understand that. And he's like, exactly. You only cared about you. Yeah. And there wasn't that understanding of like what this person has gone through. Now, I do want to say that if Aaliyah was like, fuck this, I'm leaving. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm like, I'm not showing up back in the pods. I'm not doing this. You know, I was like chanting. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I love that move. If that was what her desire was, I don't want to take that away. But there is a part of me that thinks perhaps because when her and Uche did sit down later in the episode together and she said that she kind of had this idea that they would continue their relationship out of the pods. And then even on the phone call, there was a moment that looked like it got cut out where Aaliyah said, when he's like, well, you were just gone. You didn't write a letter and whatever. And she goes, well, I didn't have time. That makes me think that she was like maybe told producers, I don't want to get engaged or I want to be away from Lydia or I want to be out of this experiment, but I want to tell Uche that I still want to be with him. Mm -hmm. And like they didn't allow that mm -hmm. or something because mm -hmm. they wanted more drama. Yes. Because let's look at the situation. We're walking away right now with two couples. Yeah. So they have to get some sort of thing going. And so I bet that she probably or it seems like maybe she wanted to communicate those things. But they just like said, shut it down, shut it down or like told her, we'll tell Uche, don't worry or whatever. And then yeah. made it look like she just bailed, even though I, I loved that scenario. Yeah. If that's what, what happened. But yeah. the whole Aaliyah Uche thing for me was like both I thought had points for frustrations. Sure. It was just the way it was done. So for yeah. me, <clears throat> if I'm going to be critical of both of them, I'm going to go. My criticalness of her, I'm going to start with her because I felt like hers was much less than Uche's, but my criticalness of her was only if you had the option, but I'm saying, by the way, if the producers didn't keep her from not being able to talk mm -hmm. was, yeah, like he brought up like a letter would have been nice, something just to let me know, hey, this is too much for me. You just were dating this girl two months ago. Sounds like there's a lot of toxic stuff going on. Sounds like 
you guys were hooking up weeks ago and now all of a sudden you're here i'm hanging out with her she's telling me stuff you're not like, telling she's me. Smothering me she's smothering me you know what? this is way too much drama i'm out hey it was really nice meeting you but this is too much for me like her reason for leaving 100 percent. i do understand his frustration for that being like hey i thought we were gonna get married and all of a sudden i just never see you again mm-hmm. but with him for me i just felt like there was just no empathy the whole thing was like argumentative lawyer talk it was like it was just here's all the reasons why you're wrong here's all the reasons why i'm right half truths you know he even mentions the like when he's talking about lydia you know following him on instagram and looking at all his quote these people he knows and you know looking at their instagrams and and following him blah blah blah. he kept out the fact that they were all like girls he was like seeing he just said people he just said (laughs) people so that was like a half truth where he's not alluding to the fact that like we later learned from lydia that he was like cheating and (laughs) that like those were women he was talking to while he was talking to lydia so lydia was like following that all just and then he never told because he had only said i only cheated once it was when i was 19 but he lied to her so he he originally like made Aaliyah feel so bad about her cheating. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he had cheated like months previously, mm-hmm. according to Lydia. Yeah. So for me, it was just very like. You're not meeting her in this whole process and caring about her and being like, oh, my God, I care about this person so much. She's out there sad. I want to be there for her. It was all like, I deserve this. I get this. How come I'm not having this? You're selfish. And because of that, it was just very like argumentative and not like caring. Like if this person was going to be your fiance, I feel like I'd be just a lot more sensitive to it and less like who's going to win this argument. And I win and I'm not with you anymore. Bye. And it was like it almost it almost felt like now that he had her begging to come back, he was cool. And it was like, I'm mad at you for all these reasons. Now that you're begging to come back, actually, I don't want you. I win. Right. So it was just a weird thing. Like, why would he, why would he go to dinner with her, pursue her, and then just break up with her? It just felt like well, strange to me. Okay. So that's, there's, there's so th- this. If, my point is this, yeah. let me close with this. If there's no producer involvement, if this is all producer manipulated and you have like, you know, all these things, then this is go to the, his post on Instagram, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm about to talk about but that. You yeah. get into that. So, as on the screen, those are my opinions. Yes. But I know there's a lot of outlying factors. So that's just according to what the screen so says. So the dynamic with Aaliyah, Uche, and Lydia is very hard to follow for me because we have what we're getting on screen, but then we're also getting information from Uche um, on Instagram. So obviously before we talked about it last week that Uche had said that he wasn't allowed to share um, with Aaliyah that Lydia was there um, as his ex and he wasn't allowed to say it until a certain point. Da, da, da. Producers came out after and they said like that wasn't that that wasn't mm-hmm. the case, that they were allowed to talk about it. The producers had no idea. And then yeah. they found out day one and they wanted to take Uche and Lydia out of the experiment because they said that it's going to ruin the dynamic. But yes. then they went ahead and let them do it because they really wanted to go. So there's Uche saying one thing, producer saying another thing. Bottom line, I don't know which is true. I tend to believe the contestant versus the producers. Um, But then we had, after this episode came out, then, and this is just one of the many examples of why I'm just very excited for the reunion to see if they do really get into these conversations and then the, the conversations that the cast has afterwards. 
But on Uche's Instagram, he didn't ask me anything. And someone said, why did you tell Aaliyah it was over? Was she not what you expected looks wise? He said that it's over between us is a post-production soundbite. And I rewatched it and you didn't see him when he said that. Uh. Um, He said, at lunch, we both forgave each other. We held hands and we shared our first kiss. Then we agreed to date outside of the show. So the question is... If that is the case, then that seems like they chopped it up, made it more dramatic than it was. And the real enemy here is the producers. Yeah, so I'm super interested to find out if they are still dating um, if he's going to be allowed to talk about that on the reunion, yeah. if they'll be there, like what's going to go down. Um, so that's with Uche and Aaliyah. It seems like either they then started dating or they're currently dating. Yes. yes. Um, which, you know, I, I, I'm going to stand by my opinion that I had in, <clears throat> in our first recap episode that I'm like, I absolutely adore Aaliyah. I worship her. I think she's absolutely fantastic. And, I am like Uche. It's just a a lot of red flags so far. So, um, you know, I just, yeah, that's my opinion. Um, But then we have Aaliyah who's mentioned to him then in the phone call and then at dinner that she she was like, well, maybe Lydia saw an email that you were auditioning for the show. And I was like, Evan, you brought that up last week. And then at, at a dinner or lunch or whatever, Aaliyah said, well, she knew that you were going to come. And he's like, what? She's like, well, she was telling the ladies first day that she had a feeling she was going to run into someone from her past, which that's a strange thing to say, unless you have like the psychic feelings, which I guess could be possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely alludes to that. She probably knew that Uche was going to be there. Now, here's the thing. Again, we have to think about producer involvement, involvement. Did Lydia find out beforehand via an email or something? Or did producers tell Lydia beforehand did they reach out to lydia after they cast uche so maybe she went in already knowing and Mm. she didn't sneak to try to find anything you know who knows um but then uche tells Aaliyah that like you had mentioned that uh lydia did things that were against his that uh, uh affected his privacy he left her because of that but then they started doing better and he came back to her life and then there was the whole instagram her checking out women that he was following stories so then he left her but then he says that he then goes back to her because she was really struggling and then he stayed with her until she had a good group of friends so then I'm starting to think, again, I don't want to dismiss if any of this is like 100% the case. Who knows? Because we got a full like he said, she said going on. Um, but it seems very much to me like then when we hear the Lydia piece of it, that if he was cheating, then and then he was doing what he said, which was dating her and then dumping her and then dating her and then dumping her. And she was at a vulnerable place. And if he yeah. was cheating, then she's <clears throat> checking up to see like, you know. The whole thing, messy. so messy. So again, I, I don't know. But when they sat down together, he showed her, he said, I have so many people that reached out to me. And he showed her a screenshot. My little detective brain right away was like, if a ton of people reached out to him and he took the time to get the screenshot, wouldn't he then do a swipe through and show her many screenshots or did just one person reach Probably out? Probably one person reached out and then he reached out to a couple of others and said, has she looked at any of your stories? And Maybe. they said yes. And it's like, you know, oh wait, all these people. It's like, Maybe. it did feel blown out of proportion. But I want, what I want to know is the entire story because if he did cheat, was she looking at the woman's story who he cheated with? 
that's a big question mark. And even if not, dude, if I was dating someone and they cheated on me, I'd be absolutely like looking at their these other people that they may be seeing. I'd like every once in a while, I'd be kind of just sneaking a peek of like, what are they up to? Or what is this person? Like just out of curiosity, right? let alone like, are they, just, are they currently with them? Like, and that's did she not randomly, crazy to on social media, look at other people's accounts. No, And did she randomly go by his house and take a photo and say, I see you. Or were they, like she said, on the phone talking and, and was, was it kind by. of like, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. He's like, I miss you. And then she's like, I'm outside your house. Hi. Like what happened? Exactly. Because that is what's going down. At the end of the day, too, you know, let's just say a lot of what Uche is saying is true. But then there's also then things being left out, like the cheating part. Yeah. Which then would, you know, piece certain things together. And what else are you leaving out? I I don't know. There's there's it's there's big question marks that I don't think we're going to have answered until the reunion, if ever even. Yeah. Which are so messy. And it's so frustrating to watch, to be honest, because I want to try to. I want to have an opinion, but I'm having a hard time with an opinion other than this is messy and feels toxic and it's not good. And I my big concern is I'm like, Aaliyah, I don't want you to have to deal with this mess. And I think you deserve the world. And so that's that's my that's my big takeaway. And to wrap this, the main thing I didn't like about the Uche situation was that, like, why are you doing this? So unless producers made him do it again, there's again, so much potential if producers producer didn't make him do it. It was like, why are you showing up here just to wreck Milton's life? Like, what is the yeah. deal here? Like you're clearly you're clearly just coming in for chaos is chaos sake. Yeah. So if he was forced to do it, that's different. But if he didn't, I was like, what is the point of all this? I know. You know, so I anyway, know. God, it's it's messy. <clears throat> it's complicated. It's messy, but all three of these shows are a blast and we're love loving every minute of it. I am loving every minute of it. I felt so much rage with JP. I felt so much confusion with Uche and Lydia. Um, you know, but I cannot wait to see. And like I said, the reunion is what I'm really looking forward to. And I'm also looking forward to the contestants speaking because the fact that then Uche has been, you know, coming out and saying these things against production, um, is always, you know, it's great to then have pushback against production where it's like, no, let's actually like, it's fun to watch, but like, let's talk about the reality of this. And I hope that some of the other contestants are able to then share, that as well. I think next week's going to be really pivotal because it's like you now they're like really in life together, and that's where we're going to really see things. You know, will you survive? So for sure, for sure. Call home. Yes, let's do a call home. Let's get it. Finally. <laughs> Remember, you can always call home. So good. Hi, mom and dad. I have a question today that has to be anonymous, just in case anyone is listening. Um, I am too embarrassed to um, tell my friends about this. Um, So I was hoping to get your insight. Um, Maybe you can analyze me a little bit, tell me what's going on. But essentially, um, my partner and I have been together for about eight years. Um, I am 29. He's 27, and we're at the stage where all of our friends are getting engaged. Uh, We are one of the last ones, Um, but I know that it's coming. It's something we talk about. We've looked at diamonds together. Mm -hmm. Um, He knows exactly, you know, my dream ring, Um, but kind of as we get closer, like what might be the time, I'm not excited. I, I've never been the girl who really jumped about her wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, this was never like, you know, on my vision board. Um, I 
never even really thought about kids until recently. I do want them. Um, but I don't know if that's just because it's just who I am as a person and it's just sort of, it feels like we've been together so long and everything's guaranteed anyway. Um, but I am worried for, of course, some other reasons, um, that, uh, we've had some like issues in the past, um, some differences, so I'm, of course, just in my head worrying, um, am I not excited because this is not right? Um, or am I not excited because it already feels like we're pretty locked in? Um, help me. Love you guys. Mm, okay. Interesting question. This is a very interesting question. Okay, so I'm going to just come right out and say I think the best thing, my opinion would be that maybe the best thing for you to kind of clear have a clear path to why you're feeling the way you're feeling is to just currently take the idea of marriage off the table right now. I think that first and foremost might be the best call um, because let's just say it's just because you're you're not excited um, because you're already locked in. So then if you take the idea of marriage off the table, then there's not that pressing feeling of like, okay, it's around the corner and he might propose and then what if I'm if I'm not ready and and or it's there's all these other factors like I think then there's that pressure and you you never you don't have to ever feel the pressure to get married like I know you're saying all your friends are getting married and if that's their choice great but if you never want to get married and you want to stay together with this person for forever great you don't you don't have to get married you know so I know that when you have a lot of people around in your life who are there's that feeling like oh should we it's like no if you want to get married get married if you want this person to be your partner forever and never get married then don't get married you know um, so I would take that off the table, have the conversation maybe with your partner. If you're feeling like he might propose at some point that you can maybe just say, hey, you know what? Um, I'm kind of in a space right now where I just need to kind of not feel that that pressure. And I don't even know necessarily how I feel about that. So can we like maybe put a pause on a potential proposal for a minute if you feel like he might do that? Um, that might end up bringing up conversation, too, mm. that might be important with your partner, depending on his reaction. Your partner might be like, oh, my God, thank God you're saying that because I don't really think I want to get married either. And then you guys might have this great conversation where you're like, maybe the whole marriage thing isn't for us, but we want to stay together. Yeah. You know, and it might take off some stress and, and unite you both in this way. Or there might be a defensiveness that might aggravate certain issues that you feel like you guys are already having. Um. So I think that if you do that, then you might be able to then see more clearly if it's just more like, I don't, I'm not excited to get married. I don't even know if I really want to. Yeah. Or is it because there's these issues that you've been having? Um, yeah, that's my first thought. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm going to be dad here a little bit. Yeah. And I think that there's something that you... Like, because you alluded to it at the end, that there's some issues and some disagreements and some difference of opinions. Um, I'm sensing from you, I'm going to go full judge mode. I'm sensing from you that you guys are kind of on coast mode. You're kind of complacent in the relationship. You kind of don't want to rock the boat, but you also aren't excited. Mm-hmm. There's things in there that are bugging you, but you're also like, is it worth fighting over? Is it worth breaking up over? Yeah. No, nah, I think it's fine. You know, I don't think marriage means anything in this. I think passion and like excitement for your relationship 
is what like is represented by marriage right now. And I think that is not hitting. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sensing from you anti-marriage. I'm sensing from you not very excited about your relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that marriage freaks you out because it's locking you more into what you're not that excited about right now. Mm. It's almost like someone looking at you being like, aren't we so in love? And you're like, uh-huh. That's what marriage is like saying to you right now. And yeah. so you're like, if we just kind of just chill and don't rock the boat and it's like, it's fine. But, you know, I think you need to kind of go, am I cool living like this for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Just kind of in half in, half out, half excited, not really, we're kind of coasting. We've been together for so long. It's fine. Mm-hmm. That's the energy I'm getting. I don't know you. I don't know the situation, but that's the energy I'm getting. I think you need to kind of take a moment and breathe and go, what do I want out of my life? Mm-hmm. Can we get there with this person? Yeah. If not, maybe start making some hard choices because you want to be excited about your life. I'm not saying you need to get married. I'm not just saying you need to give a shit about marriage at all. But whatever marriage is doing to you right now, which is pushing you away, that you want, you want to. I want you to be in a place where you're like, oh, we don't. I don't care about marriage, but I'm excited about our next chapter. I'm excited about yeah. growing. I'm excited about taking things to the next level, not just like. Are we fine? Are we not? There's kind of a lot we don't vibe on, but we're fine. Like, mm-hmm. that's not a place. You're going to wake up in five years and be like, oh, man, I would. Yeah. I wish I would have figured that out earlier. So start uncovering things. Start having maybe having tough conversations. Start dealing with some of the things that matter to you. I'm getting a sense that you're putting yourself second a little bit. Take a moment. Check in with yourself. What's important? Mm-hmm. And I would say get ahead of it. Yeah, I think... Um to, you know, what you were saying with not rocking the boat. Um, you know, you said that you and your partner were together, I think, eight years. It was like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, it was it's been a long time, right? And so I understand completely, I mean, both of us as two people who we have our times. Have been in in a relationship for, you know, a really long time. When you've been together with someone for a long time, like you hit those moments where you're like, you know, this is tough. Or I have certain issues with these things, but I don't want to rock the boat. It's just too, I'm too tired. I've been working just, too much. I don't want to deal with that it's shit. It's just too much because it's also then the fear of like, what if it ends the relationship? Yeah. And when you've been with someone for a long time, that thought is scary because that's what your day to day is used to. Do I want to be dating? Oh, that There's so many things work, that come you know, up. Yeah. Stuff. But I would say, you know, at this point right now, like Evan was saying, like, don't be afraid to rock the boat. Like if you have these questions with in your relationship, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you 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 sit them down the second after you have the, listened to this episode and go like, we need to work these things out or like, I got yeah. a problem with this. But I would really think about like, you know what? Yeah, it might rock the boat. But if I have some of these issues, I need to talk about them with my partner because I'm feeling in this zone where I don't really know what I want right now. And there's these there's these underlying things and we got to talk it out and and what might come of that is maybe it reignites some things in your relationship. It affirms that this is the person for you. You all work yeah. through some stuff together. Or maybe it shows you that like, you know what? I don't even, I don't know if this is right for me. And yeah. I don't want to keep walking through it. Even if it's not like these detrimental things, you yeah. know, but you're just like, maybe this isn't, isn't for me. And maybe we have just been together for a really long time. So we've just gotten comfortable. Apathy is kind of a slow death. 
Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? When something's horrible, you're like, okay, I got to get out or, you know, fix it. But when, when it's, everything's fine, it's really easy to just kind of go, okay, I just kind of, you of, know. And of course, like, please, let, let's make this clear. There, when you're in a long-term relationship, there are many times of apathy. There is, there's a lot of moments where you're feeling full but apathy. lack of passion and, but is I'm different saying, than that, we have issues. Right. But there's, I'm saying there's many times of, a, of apathy. It doesn't mean like the relationship is, no, is dying, not. but it's more like, okay, we need to have conversations as to like after a, a after a minute of apathy, when you're like, I'm just tired and burnt out. After it's been a while of that, you're like, okay, well, we got to sit down and kind of yeah. figure out, you know, where the spark of life is here. Yeah. But we well, wish you luck. Yes, yeah, sending you so much love um, and family. Uh, tune in next Wednesday for more Love is Blind. And also remember, we got our Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise recap coming, I believe, Monday. Yes. Um, so stay tuned for that. We love you. We love all. you guys. Have and a have great a great week. week. Bye. Bye. Bye.